Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. Encore with Shannon Fogarty. Arts and entertainment for the Midlands. With the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Imagine the possibilities. DeanCrowTheatre.com It is Thursday evening and that means it is time for the Midlands Dedicated Arts Show Encore with me, Shannon Fogarty. This show brings you the absolute best of what's been happening in the arts in Leash, Offaly and Westmeath. To get in touch, you can pop me a text or a WhatsApp to 083 30 10 103 or you can follow us across all of our social media channels at Midlands 103. Or if you want to be a part of the show, you can email me encore at midlands103.com. Tonight on the show... Burr Vintage Week and Arts Festival starts tomorrow, so we are going to find out absolutely everything happening in and around Burr for that. Dunamay's Arts Centre have announced the two talented young curators for their upcoming NASC Network Young Creators programme. They will join me later on on the show this evening to tell me all about their uh, winning performance and what they've planned. There is a call for space enthusiasts for Space Week in the Midlands, so you can find out what you can do at around 7.30 this evening for Space Week. And lastly, Fla Kjolna Heron kicks off this weekend, so we have a look back at the launch and what we can expect for the week ahead. But let's start with something very exciting happening in Burr. So Burr Vintage Week and Arts Festival starts tomorrow and runs until the 12th of August. And here to explain everything is what's happening for the week is Emma Nihalsenham who is the Parade MC Emma thank you so much for coming on the show Hi Shannon how are you doing? I'm how good are you? Delighted to chat to you tonight Really thank you so much for coming on so how have the preparations been for this year's festival? Well look I've, I've had the great opportunity look I, I enjoy Vintage Week every year um, the bunting is up it's all ready to, to rock and roll but there's been a huge amount of, of work gone in over the last few months probably since Christmas actually realistically um, with a very dedicated voluntary team um, led by Caroline Conway and all her crew so they've been they're frantic I'm going to live in the camp seat watching them all at the minute so I get, I get the opportunity to MC the parade and talk people through the parade on Sunday which happens at 3 o'clock on Sunday afternoon so really looking forward to it. 55 years. We only missed two parades and that was for the last two years. So um, the COVID years. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, there'll be lots happening uh, right throughout the weekend and right through the week. Uh, the parade will see the favourites of the steam engine back. Car enthusiasts will. Uh, there's um, actually the noted uh, a 1934 Ford Standard and a 1935 Austin 10. So something for the, the car enthusiasts. Um, with lots of street theatre we have a Brazilian percussion performer and a Spanish uh, street theatre company coming in and they're joining then the Clock Jordan Circus Club who have been making um, floats, they've been making large butterflies and bees and flowers um, in workshops over the last month in preparation um, the, the parade also sees our friends from Ukraine and Lithuania taking place alongside the traditional uh, floats from Tidy Towns and the Black Bull Thresh festival so lots going on on Sunday and bringing all the community together which is great. There is so much happening by the sounds of it but as you said it'll be a great time and you're MC for the parade so how are you feeling I about am. it? I'm actually okay about it that's why I, I, it's funny <laughs> last year was my first year to do it 
um, and I was a little, I certainly was nervous, and I was, oh, I'm sure I get to see the parade up front and centre, and it'll be great. Sure, I read the parade. I didn't see it because <laughs> it all moved so fast. The parade takes about an hour, um, but it moves very fast. All the volunteers are there keeping it moving along. So I will read and, and let people know uh, if you're in the square, and I think the, mic, the uh, speakers will be halfway down the main street too. So you'll hear um, what the floats are and the particular items that are passing by. Um, but certainly with all the cars after the parade, people will be able to get to see them because they'll be on display parked up on Green Street. There will also be um, a juggling show in the square for the children, the uh, children vintage costume competition after the parade as well and there's um, theatre, children's theatre going on at the courthouse yard later on um, on Sunday. But also just to note as well in the lead up to that um, the, on Saturday sees the market uh, and there's a, a, a quite a packed full market this year uh, spanning right from memory lane all the way through Green Street of food, artists, crafts and all that you can expect at a market as well. So uh, plenty happening there and then uh, right throughout the, the programme is out and about it's on uh, birdvintageweek.com and people can get details of it um, but just to flag a few things there's lots of music at Borough Theatre um, with Scullion uh, the Irish National Opera Virtual Reality Experience there's tunes in the afternoon there's community sing sessions the Frank and Walters are playing there's theatre with Fred and Alice with Callback Theatre. We have a festival film is Babe. There's visual arts with Hazel Green and the Press Photographers Association. There's lots happening there. And again, Bar Castle are hosting a huge amount of events. They're kicking off tomorrow with a big, beautiful vintage picnic. So I think every child of Prag is going to have to be out tonight for a picnic tomorrow. But anyway, fingers crossed that oh, we will get to get out. Guess what I'm doing tomorrow, actually? I'm getting to be one of the judges on the, um, the, the picnic for the cake the cake competition. Oh, so wow. So I'm in a bit of practice. We've got Janine and doing that and we're practicing. <laughs> oh, I love that. That'll be absolutely amazing. So there is literally oh. something for absolutely everybody at this Without festival. Without question. Without question, loads happening uh, throughout the week, and the loads of favourites like the children's pavement art, the fireworks, the soapbox derby is happening, the uh, Burr Air Show fly-in is happening, children's treasure hunt. Um, the program is full, full of activity, um, music, uh, visual arts, lots to happen. So BurrVintageWeek.com is where everybody will get the program, and there's tickets available for most events still. Some things are sold out, but you know you will certainly get tickets, and there's loads of free stuff, wellness events, sports events, um, and, and, and Irish uh, events happening throughout the whole week. It is absolutely amazing to having all of these things. And as you said, this has been running for the last 55 years. So having all of this... 55 years. Mm. It's absolutely yeah. incredible. So I guess as one of the longest running festivals of its kind in Ireland, what do you think sets this festival apart from other community arts festivals? Um, I think what 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 is what has secured its longevity is the, the buy-in from the community and the enthusiasm and support from the community. Um, you know, alongside the the sponsors and and those who, who financially support the festival to make sure it happens, but also the people coming out and taking part and the demand for it. So, um, and everybody, you know, it, you know, years ago there was the year of the gathering. Was that 2013? And we were we were saying should we have our annual gathering all the time? People come back to our family and friends will will come home during the festival week and schedule their holidays around the festival and visitors will come at that time because there's loads for loads to do and see and to showcase the town at its best. 
And it, it's just amazing how it is. And as you said, it's an excuse for everyone to come home and get together. And it's a great it week out for everybody. So I guess for Absolutely. anyone wanting to get involved or to show their support, how can they? And are there, are there any volunteer opportunities? Yes, there are. And, there's, you know, one, one of the key things about the festival is the volunteer aspect. And certainly um, through our website, through the festival website and through the social media, there's links there that even if somebody could volunteer even an hour for helping with stewarding or invigilating at an exhibition, um, there's loads of opportunity for lots of other jobs as well. But whatever, we we take an hour or we take 10, whatever people have there. Um, and also by way of supporting the festival, there's links going up um, over the, the next 24 hours in relate just to a donate if people want to donate and help there's bucket collections around as well so people can give their time or, or throw a few bob in a bucket it's always very very welcome well i mean um, with 90 plus events spread across nine days yeah. in 40 plus locations every minute that anyone can spare is greatly appreciated absolutely absolutely and there's a great cohort and new blood come in and new young blood after joining the, the committee so um us older folk i've been i've been doing it for a few years now at this stage but we can we can hand it over and then ensure the longevity into the future that's lovely because i was going to ask how does committee handle having this on for 55 years and, and how are they going to pass it down so knowing that there are young blood coming into yeah. the committee is it's fantastic to hear Absolutely. And, you know, I'm part of, so I would have been on the committee for about maybe 20 years, oh, oh, many, many moons ago, um, handed over that mantle, but never really left. I've, you know, I've, I've always been there as a support. Um, I'm now part of the board of directors. So our role is purely a governance and an overseeing and there to support and mentor and help. And, you know, so people coming in new to a committee that they're not completely green and have no idea there's you know there's procedures and there's there's uh, people in place to help and advise um you know so uh, you're not kind of shooting against the breeze all the time <laughs> no there is a lot of hard on. work that yeah. goes around the in the background work. to to yeah. put a festival like this on and oh. it's very very exciting emma enjoy the weekend i hope oh, the weather stays perfect oh, for you fingers crossed <laughs> we hope to do and people get their, their festival costumes out and you'll be seeing people around town in, the, in their finery in their best dress so um, we look forward to seeing everybody over the weekend and throughout the week that is absolutely amazing Emma thank you so much for coming thanks, on Shana, the thanks show. Lot. no problem again if anyone wants more information and tickets make sure to go over to burvintageweek.com where you will be able to find out Everything that's going on. I mean, there's 90 plus events, so there's bound to be something there that you will definitely enjoy. Next on the show, after the short break, I am going to chat to the winners who've been named as Dunlamay's Arts Centre's Young Curators 2023 and 2024, right here on Midlands 103. Encore on Midlands 183, thanks to the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Lone, with a wide range of flexible spaces, expertise and facilities to make your live stage production, corporate event or community function a success. Your theatre, our home. DeanCrowTheatre.com You are back with Shannon Fogarty here on Encore and Dunamay's Arts Centre in Leash have announced two talented young creators for their upcoming NASC Network Young Curators programme. And joining me tonight, I'm very excited, is Bill O'Brien, who is a skilled musician with a passion for traditional Irish music, and Aoife Dunn, a dedicated student of sculpture and community engagement enthusiast. So they'll be spearheading a national festival across eight regional theatres, showcasing a captivating mix of visual arts, theatre and music and I'm very very happy to have Aoife and Bill with me on the show thank you both for joining me no, thanks Shannon hi Shannon 
You're sweet for coming on. So first off, congratulations on winning. You must be absolutely over the moon. I'll go to Eva first. How do you feel? I was so delighted to find out that I've been accepted for this role. I mean, like I'm studying fine art right now and arts administration and curation, something I've kind of always been interested in getting involved with. So it's just such a really good opportunity. And Bill, how do you feel? Yeah, well, just over the moon. It's a great opportunity to have, and I suppose um, I've been going, I've been attending different shows and different performances and stuff in the Dunamis for years. So it's great to kind of be able to um, contribute back to the to the art centre itself and kind of be able to um, be part of the program, which is absolutely great to have. So, what was the whole process like um, getting involved, and in, you know, what did you have to do to 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 win? Basically, I'll go to you, Bill, for that one. Yeah, well, I suppose like most things, it kind of started off an application. Um, kind of, I suppose they're they're trying to suss us out before they brought us in. Um, but yeah, it was kind of so. It, the biggest thing was to make sure that like we knew like that we understood kind of what they're looking for us. Um, kind of knew what the program like, what the kind of the, the workload would be taken on. But I suppose just to kind of um, it's kind of show like we have the appreciation of the arts. We have an appreciation of say local performance and kind of go into the um, different uh, venues and that. And I suppose, um, I suppose another thing too is just to show your knowledge of, um, say, the wider knowledge of being able to program, being able to budget, being able to all this stuff. So, you know, there's a, there's a few kind of skills involved with it as well. So it's not just, you know, we like music, you like arts and all this stuff. There is a few skills involved. So I suppose there's a few bits uh, like that that were required. So how do you feel like your musical background is going to contribute to this new role? Yeah, so I've been playing music since I was very young, um, very involved in Leash, and it's kind of, um, I've made some great contacts over the years, and even um, going to different festivals across the country, so say, even, like we mentioned, with the Flack Yole going on next week and all that stuff, and the Doolin Folk Fest, and all these great festivals. I've made some great contacts over the years, and it's, I'd love to be able to maybe expose kind of people in Port Leash and even other venues uh, to the different talent that's out there that say uh, might necessarily come to Leash all too often. So it'd be nice as a kind of new experience for people to see. And it's an exciting role that the two of you now have. And I know, Aoife, you're, you are a senior ambassador for the Shona Project and a, mam- a member of Plan International's Youth Adversary Panel and you have a strong interest in community engagement. How do you think incorporating all of this will be in your new role? Yeah, so I kind of see my community engagement and like my activism and all that kind of side of my interest to be really, it's kind of very similar to curation because in a similar way you're kind of feeling out like what the community needs, what they want, kind of surveying that and then trying to deliver that to people. And also I think kind of social justice issues are of interest to a lot of young people whether it be like climate action or feminism lgbt issues that kind of thing so i think both kind of the skills that i have but also um just the kind of programming i would be interested in um will really play a role in what sort of stuff that i would be looking for booking for uh, the festival that's amazing so do you have any sort of idea right now of what you want to do or is it all the two of you are going to create it together and you're going to start from scratch or do you both have any sort of idea of where you want to go with it? I think it's well, kind of I, like... I, I, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think um, kind of from now until Christmas we're kind of doing a lot of very broad research seeing a lot of different like varying things. I know I'm planning on seeing a couple of stuff in um, the Dublin Fringe Festival so we're kind of encouraged to have a very broad approach now and then kind of narrow it down if that makes sense. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. What's your take on it, Bill? 
Well, suppose it's kind of it's it's great that we have say like Savif and Miss Elvin. They're kind of two kind of in within the arts would say two different disciplines in the arts. So like where I'd be more music, like Eve would be say, more visual arts and all that stuff. So it's kind of it gives you a wider kind of spectrum. They can kind of bring stuff like for the program, and which is kind of it's a great kind of. I suppose it has its own benefits for both sides of it there. It really does, because you're going to look at it from from so many different perspectives. And I guess as long mm. as the two of you can, you know, stay getting along, it'll be all brilliant. <laughs> yeah. But no, the two of you should be fine. But I, I know, Bill, your exposure to different genres of music is obviously going to have an impression of, of what you do for the festival. Yeah, so I suppose my main kind of focus like it is trad music I suppose it's been it's been my bread and butter for a few years but I have kind of ventured into like say classical jazz and country and a few other bits and kind of um, getting experience in that but it's kind of something that I'd love to kind of maybe experiment with a little bit like go see kind of if I can bring these acts to the Dunamays and to the programme for the festival but, um, but it's nice because it kind of just it kind of now, just for um, bringing just a different wide range of uh, performances because um, there's some great local talent in the county. And so say people within those genres mightn't exactly get enough exposure as it is. So it'd be nice even to give them the little spotlight, give them their moment. And that's very sweet to be able to have, you know, this stage to be able to put this on. And I know there's going to be eight performances that you do put on for the festival, isn't it? Mm, around that, yeah. Well, that's very exciting. Is this the first time that you're doing something like this? Um, suppose for myself, yes. Uh, no, I have been involved in festivals and kind of um, organising uh, kind of workshops and festivals and stuff before. But this is kind of my first time, say, with Aoife, like to um, to kind of really out, out in your kind of own two feet, really, on kind of your own initiative. But uh, I have a little bit of experience, but I'm not saying I'm, a, <laughs> not saying I'm an expert by any means, but yeah. And if, is this something that's completely new to you or do you have a little experience like Bill does? I think I'd kind of be the same as Bill. Like I have some experience in organising like on a much smaller scale, but this would be kind of my biggest project so far. So Aoife, what are you most excited about for this for this project? Honestly, I'm really excited just to kind of see the scope of what sort of arts events there are out there. And I'm really looking forward to all the research portion that we're doing because my background is in visual arts and I have some interest in performing arts. I kind of very briefly had a bit of a theatre stint as a child when I did drama, but there's kind of a whole world to arts programming that I just am not that clued into. So I think having a very specific focus where I'm going out and researching just different things I never would have expected, like having like just like really a big focus on trying new things. I'm just really looking forward to it. And it's very exciting and it's a great opportunity to be able to have. And I know you have an interest in heritage and the Bogland. So how do you think those influences might shape your creative work? Yeah, so my own kind of artistic practice, I am very inspired by Abbey Leaks Bog. I'm from Abbey Leaks. Um, and I think all artists and kind of people in general are really created by the areas that they grow up in. That's something that I find really interesting. And even like myself and Bill, like we're both from Leash, but we have very different backgrounds. So I'm really looking forward to engaging with artists and learning about their own stories and their own backgrounds, even in Leash and as well, like in the areas around the other NASC venues and outside of Leash. It's just something that I find really fascinating. And it's it's very true when you say that, you know, you're different with the different areas that you grow up in and that. And it, it's it'll be exciting to see how the two of you put that little bit of yourself into this project. 
Yes, 100%. And I mean, Bill, you, you know, this is ex- extremely exciting and you have sort of a background in doing little bits like this. So how do you feel like you're going to be de- dealing with negotiating with um, performers and that to make, you know, to get to get that deal right? Yeah, well, I suppose it's kind of it's nice to be at the other end of it for one change. I suppose, <laughs> and I suppose uh, uh, all the gigs I have done over the years, it's kind of um, it it kind of has given me experience and kind of an idea of like what is involved. But uh, I am uh, so I, I am expecting a few more challenges to come and say organising it. It's not on. I suppose when you're performing, you just turn up and play your gig. But there is a lot more work that goes on, say behind the curtain and uh, behind the scenes. So it's kind of something that's. Uh, I'm waiting for the challenge, but hopefully I'll be well able for it anyway. And I'm sure you'll have a great team behind you that no matter what sort of challenges you come across, you'll be able to overcome them, no problem. And I know I asked you for this, but Bill, what are you looking forward to the most out of this project? Yeah, so I suppose like Aoife, I suppose kind of research, like so that say from now until around Christmas, we're kind of using that as a research period and um, kind of just, just using it to kind of... Um, uh, look at new acts, kind of get out there, like like that. Go to the Dublin Fringe Festival, go to other arts festivals, and stuff. Kind of expose ourselves to these different acts. But I suppose my hopeful outcome for the uh, Young Creator Festival next year is that I suppose just to give the to give the audience like the best experience they can have, and uh, be able to contribute to that, and hopefully maybe uh, expose them to like new acts, say from across the country, or even newer local acts. So I suppose it's audience experience would be my uh, top priority I suppose and it's definitely something that you'll have to consider and it'll be exciting to see so I mean if anybody does want to get in touch with you if they're listening now and they have something that they think might be interesting for you to use for this festival how can they get in touch with you Bill? Yeah so I suppose well if you want if you'd like to contact uh, the Dunham Maze, so it's uh, info at uh, Dunham Maze. That uh, you know you can you can correct me if I'm wrong on that but um, I suppose uh, Michelle and the team here uh, we're we're on working together organising this but I suppose uh, if you'd like to contact us that way um, you, you can be referred on to myself and Aoife then and we sure we can put things in talks then and, and see where we go so if anyone wants to get in touch with Aoife or Bill if you go to donamaze.ie donamazearts.ie you'll be able to get in touch with them and to give them a bit of a hand in finding out some of the research so they don't have to go all, all of it by themselves but it's it's a very exciting chapter in your lives what do you think the future will hold after this for you Aoife? Um, well, as I said, I really have um, a goal to end up working in um, curation or arts admin or some combination of the two. So I just think this is, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a really good thing to have on the CV and it's a really good experience um, to kind of learn the skills of curation in a kind of a more safe environment where I have a lot of team support, that kind of thing, before I have to go out into the big bad world and be a grown-up curator, you know. And, and I mean, it's great for you as this is something that you want to do. So it's great insight. And I mean, it's great for the CV as well. And just to be able to say that you've held something like this and, you you know, you were a part of it. How do you feel like you're going to be leading this with Bill? Um, I suppose I'd like leading with Bill. I think just we will be kind of working together. I think communication will be the most important part communication between ourselves, communication with the team in the Dunamis and most importantly communication with the artists that we're booking. Um, I'm a very kind of detail-oriented planning kind of person so I'm really looking forward to that kind of aspect. I, I like having a calendar and a timetable, you know.
I, I know I, I am the exact same and I'm not going to lie I do tend to colour coordinate absolutely everything so everything's <laughs> highlighted I'm not going to lie <laughs> Bill how are your organisational skills? Uh, yeah Although <laughs> 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 ah, no, they're, 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 not, they're not too bad they're, they're, they're lacking in some departments but uh, they're, they're not too bad hopefully now this uh, hopefully this programme might whip me to shape a little bit I think I think by listening and having a chat with the two of you I think you're going to bounce off of each other very well and what one thinks they can't do, the other will be able to do and I feel like you're going to work very, very well and I'm very excited to see what you come up with. Is there any dates uh, planned for this or um, will we find that out later? So as far as I'm aware, I think it is in June of next year. Uh, Let me just double check now. I think it is uh, the, so it's the first week in June. So it's around the third or fourth until the 8th of June of next year. Um, so, that, so that'll be our Young Curators Festival. But uh, sure, you never know. Hopefully if it goes well, we, we, we might be programming more in the future. So you never know where it might go. See, that's the exciting thing is there's so many opportunities and if it does go incredibly well, which to be brutally honest, I think it will be because you have such passion for it, the two of you do. It's. Do you know how many acts in that you can have on the, on the day, Bill? Um, well, I suppose, well, I suppose like anything, the only limit is, well, your imagination and the budget, I suppose. So it's kind of, if you can keep within both them. But I suppose you can't allow the budget to limit yourself as well, um, in a way. So like, if if there's an act that you really, truly believe in, or like if there's anything you really want to see, I suppose there are other ways around it. Like one option that we have with... Um, is to coordinate with the other NASC venue uh, young coordinators to kind of maybe do um, do a line of gigs or a line of performances, say. Um, so say we could link in with any of them. But um, I, suppose, yeah, I suppose the only thing is really is to kind of keep, keep it a little bit realistic, but like, you know, don't, don't let that limit yourself too much either. Exactly. Your imagination will do everything for you. And I know, Aoife, you want this to sort of leave like a lasting impact on the local um, people's interest in arts and culture. So what strategies do you think you'll put in place to achieve that goal? Yeah, so really kind of something I'm very passionate about for this is to kind of increase young people's interest in the arts and in like cultural venues like this. Because like I know myself with my friends, it's not a thing where we go, oh, we go to the Dona Maze and see a show. It's just not a thing that happens often. So I think just engaging with my peers, like as young people, um, and kind of programming events that we would be interested in seeing ourselves will be a really key thing, as well as creating a very kind of varied and diverse program to appeal to the wide ranges of uh, interests in young people. And I think it's right, you're right in saying that in some sense, the younger generation, they don't tend to go to the theatres as much as what, let's say, they would have a few years ago. Um, and I mean, it'd be very exciting to see what you come up with to engage them to come in. Do you feel like that social media is going to play a big part in in your festival? Yeah, I think social media advertising especially is really important. We actually had um, a meeting in Galway with the other NAS Young Curators and this came up very frequently that email newsletters and Facebook are kind of what a lot of venues use. But to be honest myself, like if I find out about an event and I go to it, it's usually through Instagram. Yeah. Um, So I think just having a good social media strategy will be very important in advertising um, the festival. Exactly. And I think in, in this day and age, everything is on Instagram and, and TikTok. I feel like that's where the 
is it the Gen Zs are finding it these days? I don't know. I think I'm still a millennial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I still use Facebook and I still find out a lot of things that go on there. And I mean, with this job as well, I have found so many incredible plays and shows and festivals. So I feel like the younger generation are missing out a small bit. So the fact that you are both putting this festival together, I'm very, very excited to see what you both come up with. And I'm delighted for it. So, look, Aoife, Bill, thank you so much for coming on the show and telling me all about this. And I'll have to have you on again um, closer to June when we have more of an idea of what will be included in the show. And thanks for having us. Yeah, oh. thank you. That would be great. Only delight. Thank you again so much for coming on. And if anyone wants any more information or wants to send something over to Aoife and Bill, make sure that you go over to the Dunamay's Arts Centre, check out their social medias and their website, and they will be able to get you in touch with them while they do all of this incredible research for their upcoming shows. So the future is extremely bright for Aoife and Bill, and I'm very, very excited to see what they create. But coming up next on the show after this quick break, a call for Leash Space Week for all enthusiasts. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, then stay tuned. Do you need treatment or surgery? There's no need to wait or travel abroad. Receive treatment at Kingsbridge Private Hospital in Belfast or Ballykelly under the Northern Ireland Planned Healthcare Scheme at potentially no cost. Why wait? Text hello to 51777 or visit kingsbridgeprivatehospital.com for further information. Encore, in association with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre at Cologne, our bright and airy AIB gallery and cosy theatre bar can cater for smaller private events too. Your theatre, our home, deancrowtheatre.com. You are back with Shannon Fogarty on Encore here on Midlands 103 and the nationwide festival celebrating space and science is calling on schools, businesses, community groups, astronomy clubs and members of the public to come together with the space community to make this year's Space Week an out-of-this-world experience. And here to tell us what the Midlands can contribute is National Coordinator Rob O'Sullivan. Rob, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Perfect. So can you tell us a bit about the upcoming Space Week, which I know is happening on the 4th to 10th of October this year? Yeah, so Space Week is just a great opportunity to celebrate all things space and Ireland's role in the space industry and our our history in space exploration. Um, Ireland has a pretty rich uh, heritage of of space exploration. Look at the uh, the Burr telescope, uh, the Leviathan. For a while, that was the largest telescope in the world. Um, You know, so uh, we've we've a nice history. We've got uh, Newgrange um, as a cool archaeological um, space connection. And to this day, we've got Irish uh, scientists working in the European Space Agency and in places like the European Southern Observatory. Uh, we've even got our first uh, satellite due to, to be sent up in the not-too-distant future via AirSat-1. So there's, there's a lot happening in the space sector um, in Ireland, and we're regularly one of the busiest space weeks in the world. So it's, it's quite obvious that the Irish public have a, a strong appetite for all things space. That's extremely exciting to think that we have this much of a a hold on this this type of industry and I mean the bird telescope being as it was for so long is incredible to have for the Midlands Oh and it, it, it's absolutely beautiful I, I would encourage anybody who hasn't been yet to, to go visit it, it it's a spectacular site and you know, we have a lovely telescope ourselves done in Cork that it's a uh, considerably smaller it's only about 20 20 inches across whereas the one in burr is six feet across and it has this massive outdoor like wall supporting it to hold it up it's that large 
So it, it really is a sight to behold, and Burr Castle is a lovely place to visit anyway. Beautiful grounds there, so highly recommend checking it out and looking into the history because it's fascinating. That's incredible. So this Space Week is to ignite the passion for the younger generations. Do you feel like Space Week does that? I do. And uh, every year it's really cool. Like we, we, ha- we run a bunch of programs ourselves, uh, but they are oversubscribed almost immediately. So what we want to see people do is get out and run some events for themselves because it's really not that difficult. I mean, if you have a kid at home who's showing an interest in space, you know, maybe take them out during Space Week, have a look at the stars and see if you can identify some you know, constellations or you know, watch a space documentary. Uh, see if you have a local astronomy group and you know, ask them if they're doing anything and, and you know, maybe tag along or, or join even. Um, a lot of libraries around Ireland will be running small, uh, events during Space Week. Uh, you could take out space-themed books or uh, there, there may be lectures uh, going on during Space Week. It really is it's not that difficult to, to get involved in some capacity. You don't have to do anything overly elaborate or, or exciting. We're just encouraging everybody to kind of get together at once and think about these, you know, the inspirational topic of space and, and you know, our place in the universe because that's probably my favorite thing about uh, Space Week is how once people start thinking about, you know, space and our place in it, how humbled they are and how, you know, they realize that Earth is our only home, that there isn't other beautiful planets out there just like Earth, or if there are, we can't get to them. And it inspires this desire to like look after our own planet. It re- makes you realize just how precious it is. It is, it really is. I guess for certain small communities around the Midlands, what sort of events could they hold? Okay, uh, well, one event that a lot of people seem to like is uh, what we call starbecues, where you basically get to your friend's house, whoever has the, the darkest skies in the area, turn off the lights in the house or whatever so that you can see the stairs pretty comfortably. And, you know, maybe just sit around and have a meal together, see if you can identify some constellations. If you go to the spaceweek.ie website, in a few days we'll have a guide uh, uploaded, a video guide that will show you which constellations to look out for. Um, that will help you to, you know, figure out how to, to locate them in the sky, how to figure out where due north is, the north star, that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, we'll have lots of resources that will make running events easier. Uh, so if you go to the spaceweek.ie website and click on the four organizers tabs, there's resources for families, resources for schools, resources for industry, you're bound to find something on the page that will help. Um, there's some, you know, arts and crafts activities as well for, for parents because Ireland being Ireland, I'm sure there's a pretty good chance that, uh, if you look out, there'll be more clouds than stairs on certain nights. So it's good to have some backup events for, for indoors. Um, and if you have ideas for events, but you're not 100% sure what, you know, what to do, you can always reach out to us at uh, Space Week on the Facebook or Twitter pages, and we'd be happy to chat to you about fleshing out your idea and giving you, you know, some inspiration or putting you in touch with people who are already running events. There is a deadline for event entries and it's it's coming up pretty soon. So what um, should organizers do to ensure that they're included in the program and what benefits can they expect uh, from participating in Space Week? Yeah, so if they register uh, before August 15th, it kind of guarantees that we can promote the event for if, if you're looking to get other people involved. But also we have a limited number of unique space images captured by my colleagues at Blackrock Castle Observatory. Um, so each individual image will be yours. So if you register it, nobody else is getting the same image. Uh, it's what we call a Messier object. So it could be any one of 110 of them, I believe there is. Um, but it will be unique to you. And we'll have a little activity pack that shows you how to make the most out of that, how to, to learn more about the Messier object, uh, your unique photograph, um, and a whole bunch of other resources, uh, digital resources that will help you to um, you know, run further events or to delve deeper into um, space exploration. Um, and 
to you know try and encourage particularly young people to to get involved in you know maybe even having a career in the space sector. So there there is a lot of people who are under the mistaken uh, assumption that to be involved in the space industry you kind of have to be an astronaut. But there's millions of ways you can get involved, and you know that's kind of where we want to get people uh, looking today is to to see how they can get involved in the space sector um, themselves. I guess what sort of other careers would there be in the space sector if if someone is listening to this and they're kind of wondering, you know, what other options are there if if not an astronaut? Oh, there's, there's so many. Um, like there's the the STEM of science, technology, engineering, and maths careers are, are quite strong for one. So you could become an engineer with the European Space Agency. Uh, you can become a, a coder who might be you know coding the, the satellites. But equally, we need people like lawyers, space lawyers. Uh, to, to figure out how to legislate for, you know, people sending satellites up and crossing paths. We need space artists. We work with a space artist named uh, Shane Sutton, you know, because people in space are still human. They, you know, they need art. They need to, to feel connected to home. Um, and we will we'll need chefs to, to feed the astronauts. You know, there really is no career I can think of that doesn't have some connection to space. Uh, and you can pivot. One of my favorite stories is from a, an Irish company called NBio, who uh, developed biomedical uh, devices. But one of the coatings that they put on one of their uh, devices actually ended up being so incredibly heat resistant that they realized they could put it onto an orbiter going around the sun to protect that satellite. So it really is, you know, anything can be made into a space application. Uh, you just need to, to think about it for a little while and figure out where the, the connections might be. For anyone listening, you can be someone that can be involved in space if you don't want to be an astronaut. Absolutely. And I recommend uh, our colleagues at the European Space Education Research Office at the Zero, E-S-E-R-O. If you go to their website, they actually have a whole list of profiles of people from Ireland in particular who are working in the space industry and the different jobs that they're doing. So you can learn all about them there. That is incredible. So I know for Space Week, I'm just, I ask this of all of my guests, but what are you looking forward to the most yourself? Uh, well, we'll be running an event down in Cork in the Cork School of Music, um, and there's going to be some uh, space music sessions. So I, I really like hearing how people express themselves through through music. So uh, more events are, are planned for that weekend as well, and they'll be available on Space Week website very shortly. Well, Rob, thank you so much for coming on and telling us all about it. It's in a very exciting weekend that's coming up, and I can't wait for it. Thanks, Shannon. I appreciate it. Have a good day now. If anyone from Leash, Offaly or Westmead wants to get involved in this year's Space Week, head over to spaceweek.ie for more information. Coming up next, Flakjolna Heron 2023. Midlands 183's Encore with the Dean Crow Theatre and Arts Centre Athlone. Live theatre, drama, dance, music, comedy, musical theatre, panto. Your home of entertainment for all. DeanCrowTheatre.com You are back for the last part of Encore tonight with Shannon Fogarty here on Midlands 103. And Fia Heron in Mullingar is kicking off this Saturday, 6th of August and running until the 14th of August. The theme this year being the homecoming, where traditional musicians of all ages are invited to gather once again in Mullingar. And Midlands 103 will be in the thick of the festival this week as we broadcast live from the FLA each day, which we are very excited about. And I mean, this is a festival that's going to bring in the region of 500,000 visitors if not more to the city to the town of Mullingar and it's absolutely incredible to have something like this so let's take a dive back to launch day where we found out all of the exciting news about what will be happening at this year's Flakjol Naharan <laughs> 
I am delighted to be down at the official launch of Fiat Heal Nahir in 2023 in Mullingar tonight and there are a number of incredible speakers and as well as that I will get some reactions from attendees tonight. First, here is Joe Kinnear on the theme of this year's FLA and how they are planning to make this year better than last year. The theme of our FLA this year is the homecoming and the diaspora. And, you know, people said earlier, how can we make the FLA better? We're going to make it better. And I'll tell you how. We are going to have everyone that was here last year and a lot more. Councillor Angus O'Rourke speaks on how delighted he is that Athlone is included in the festival this year. 1953 saw the FLA visit Athlone, so 70 years, we're, we're marking that 70 years anniversary with a visit uh, to Athlone. And in Athlone we plan to have uh, the air filled with music for three days around the August Bank holiday weekend. So we thank Joseph Coltery Aaron and indeed the FLA committee for, for building Athlone into uh, the calendar events for this year. Loris O'Mork of Coltus Kjoltori speaks on the main message on the FLA and the importance of it to our culture. The FLA is the ultimate definition of who we are as a people. 72 years ago, in this town, a very small group of people gathered together wondering what they might do to save the music of Ireland so that it wouldn't become a museum piece. But the main message that comes out of the flag, there's no place in our hearts or minds for negativity. We must be positive in everything we do in this country. And there's always challenges, but the music and the diaspora abroad, the support that we have, and all these young people who are taking on the mantle at the moment, Walter's Kjoltori Airbnb, 72 years later, is in a strong position and are prepared to continue that work into the next century. Eamon O'Hergan of Kjoltori's Kjoltori on how Fiat Kjolnaheren is about more than just the music. And everywhere you go, people are talking about Mullingar. Such a wonderful weekend, a week people had in Mullingar last year, and they're looking forward to the same again this year. So I'd like to come... Congratulations, Joe and Colette and Willie and all the team, the FEC, the FLAG committee, and all the subcommittees who did such a wonderful job last year. I have no doubt the same will be true of this year as well. A lot of people think the FLAG is about music, but the FLAG is a lot, about a lot more than that. The FLAG is about the community. The FLAG is about the diaspora. The FLAG is about families and welcoming people to the town of Mullingar. And I have no doubt next year when the flower will be in Wexford, the Wexford people will be, will be looking for advice and looking towards Mullingar. And when the flower in 26 and 27, they'll all come back and say, what a wonderful flower there was in Mullingar. We have to learn from that. So congratulations. Neve Penrose, who is the treasurer for the Mullingar Flat Executive Committee, is very excited for this year's festival. And here is what she had to say. Yeah, we're very excited for this year's festival. We want to be bigger and better than last year. Lots of people coming to Mullingar and it will be the highlight of our year. So we've already had the county flat in Castletown Gagan this year. We're heading for the Leinster Flat in Dublin this year and then hopefully on to Mullingar. So yeah, it's great to be involved. Um, 
my part this is treasure and I have to try and raise some of those funds that we have to pay for this event so if anyone wants to contact us please get in contact with any of the flag One incredible woman that attended and even sang a song was this year's Rosa Trulli Rachel Duffy who says that this August will be the highlight for Mullingar and how important it is to have an event like this since Covid Oh, it's brilliant. It's so nice to see people back and even like, you know, the number of people who've turned out this evening is brilliant. And I think it's just a sign of things to come this August. Um, the last August was just incredible. I think everybody in the Midlands would agree. Anyone who was in, in Mullingar, the town, it, the boost it gave us is just huge. Um, you know, I had a great week and I'm sure everyone else did too. Um, but, um, you know, the work that goes in behind the scenes like, and it's, it's on days like this where you actually get to see those people like the week of the flag they'll all be busy bees you won't see a bit of them but it's great to have you know um, an event like this where people in the town can see who is behind the scenes and who is putting in the work um, so hopefully now August I'm sure we'll have as good a weather as we did last year and if you go off without a hitch but um, I've no doubt I've no doubt that it'll be incredible again so. What are you looking forward to? Just the crack and the atmosphere everybody does be in such great form and I think that's the sort of lift that people everybody needs it's the spirit of it you know um, especially after the pandemic I think we take these opportunities you know we, we, we appreciate them more or something like we would have um, before Covid I don't think we realised how lucky we were, we were to have mass gatherings and huge big events like that whereas now we appreciate it and, and everybody comes out in their droves so um, I'm just looking forward to meeting loads of people again um, last year was just brilliant As well as that here are some of the reactions from the crowd on launch night Absolutely I hope it's going to be as good as last year. It was, it was really fantastic, so I'm really looking forward to it. I actually volunteered last year, um, yeah, for a number of days, and um, it was just really good, just the atmosphere and uh, the buzz. Uh, yeah, it was really nice. In the atmosphere that was here last year, and I hope the weather's as good as it was, because it really just made it last. And the kids loved it. There was something for everybody. What an incredible launch night here in Mullingar. We are all really looking forward to the flat this August 6th to 14th. And that is the reaction that they're going to get this week in Mullingar for the Fiacchiol. And this is just some of the background. I know you heard it in there in the launch that I did, but here is just some more of the music as well. And it'd be incredible to see the streets come alive and the performers that all come out and all of the incredible events that they have on during the Fiacchiol Naharan. And if there's anything that you want to find out more on, you can go to fiacchiol.ie. So that is F-L-E-A-D-H-C-H-E-O-I-L dot I-E. There are so many events and everything planned and it's going to be an incredible week. Again, Midlands 103 are going to be there, so make sure that you come up and say hi to us because you never know what we have to give away or anything like that, so we're very excited for it. But let us know if you're attending and what you're looking forward to the most, and we are very excited to see you there. So give us a text or a WhatsApp to 083 30 10 103 and let us know what you're looking forward to the most. I can't wait to hear more music like this. It'll be great to see all of our young 
generation dancers and everyone and get involved and hopefully now the weather will be great from Mullingar for the week but even if it's not it's still not going to damper the experience that everyone is going to have we're going to have so many people in and around and as I said there's going to be the guts of 500,000 people that are going to be in and around Mullingar so it'll be incredible to see everyone that comes into Mullingar from outside and all of our lovely friends and family that are going to come home from abroad just to be here at this festival. It is something that we should be proud of, our Irish heritage, our music, our dancing, everything that we have. So if you are going, let us know and let us know what you're looking forward to the most. I, in honesty, am very, very excited. This is going to be my first Fialcol Naharan, so I honestly cannot wait for it but do let us know but that is all the time that we have on the show today thank you so much for listening for tuning in to me here on Encore and remember if you want to listen back to any of the interviews or anything that came out of the last few weeks you can go over to midlands103.com and go to podcasts and I will make sure that this one is up for you tomorrow I'll be back again next Thursday with more of what's happening in the arts in Leash Offaly and Westmeath and again if there is anything that you want included on the show you can email it over to me encore at midlands103.com I would only love to have your participation in the show stay here with us on Midlands 103 as Joe Cooney is up just after the 8 o'clock news with country roads have a great weekend have a great thursday i hope to see you at the flat and i will be back next thursday from seven o'clock